Hello everybody, this is Gregory and welcome back to another episode of The Awakened Man. I hope you're doing well today. Today we're going to go back to the roots and origins of The Awakened Man when it was originally Naturopathic Earth Radio when it debuted in April of 2017. And later I changed the name to Holistic Health News, probably sometime in 2018. We're going to talk about things that mess us up, things that screw with our body, give us cancer, whether it be big pharma drugs or environmental toxins or whatnot. Now, today we're going to talk about how blue light is making girls' periods come on quicker. Now, we do have a couple episodes, uh, I guess somewhat related to this. I do have an early episode from 2017 or 2018 as to why girls should not be taking the HPV vaccine, the Gardasil vaccine. Uh, you might want to check that one out. And uh, we do have a couple episodes uh, about the effects of blue light. I, I, I certainly know that within the first 50 episodes, we did two on sleep hygiene and the effects of blue light, which back in 2017 wasn't as well known. Certainly it is now to the point where all phones come with blue light blocking uh, filters. Doesn't mean everybody uses it. Sometimes uh, people don't even know how to turn it on. Uh, but definitely it's more well known now. Uh, the effects of blue light in, in it and on the body. But let's just get to it. This is from Science Alert. Early puberty in girls surged in the pandemic, and we may finally know why. More than one study has spotted the spike in numbers during the early months of the pandemic of what was typically a rare condition, highlighting a potential leap between the virus and a trigger for early adolescence. Now a study at the 60th annual now a study presented at the 60th annual European Society for Pediatric Endocrinology meeting in Rome suggests it may not have anything to do with the infection at all. This is the period starting earlier. Rather, the time spent during lockdown scrolling through smart devices for hours on end could be to blame. Researchers from Ghazi University and Ankara City Hospital in Turkey exposed 18 people to 18 immature female rats to a spectrum of light predominantly emitted by our LED screens for relatively shorter long periods each day, finding those bathed in the blue-tinged light for longer bouts showed the hallmarks of maturity soother than the rest. Quote, lead scientist Aylin Kilink from Gaza University. We have found that blue light exposure sufficient to alter melatonin levels is also able to alter reproductive hormone levels and cause earlier puberty onset in our rat model. In addition, the longer the exposure, the earlier the onset. Though far from a slam dunk on the case of why more girls around the world might be hitting puberty uh, sooner during the pandemic, it's a finding that should be taken seriously as we become increasingly reliant on personalized digital technology. Statistically speaking, most of us start to experience the joys slash horrors of puberty by age 12. Smack in the middle of a bell curve that stretches anywhere from 9 to 14 in boys and 8 to 13 in girls. Precocious puberty for girls is defined as signs of sex secondary sexual characteristics emerging before the age of 8. Just how many girls it encompasses is difficult to say with confidence as measures on the conditions prevalence vary considerably around the world. Uh, we do know that like African-Americans, blacks in general, start their puberty quicker than, than whites. We do know that. 
And that is pretty consistent uh, around the world is that uh, black girls will start their period sooner. And like you mentioned, uh, everybody's different. Uh, even to the extreme case of the old show Doogie Howser, the one with Neil Patrick Harris when he plays a 12-year-old doctor, his best friend on the show, who is currently on another show, admitted recently, I think his name was Paul Servino, that he didn't enter puberty until he was 26. And that that is a great hyperbolic example because he had some sort of pituitary adenoma, some, some issue was going on, like major issue. But, I mean, you can go to any seventh grade class and see that puberty is hitting some very early and hitting some later. And we know with girls, girls who start showing secondary sexual characteristics like large breasts and hips tend to have a higher rate of dropping out of school in lower grades uh, for the obvious stuff. They start getting unwanted attention from boys. Boys want to snap their bras and uh, they become more distracted. Also, to their own volition, they realize they're getting attention from the boys and many of them like it. And so they just give less attention to studies and more to the boys giving them all that attention. So really, you want your daughters to be late bloomers uh, when it comes to stuff like this. You don't want them starting their puberty too early. And the fact that blue light might cause kids to go into puberty even earlier than they did before is, is worrisome. We, we do know that throughout most of human history, girls did not have their first period or what is called menarche, uh, until 15, 16, 17. You can see this kind of played out in some TV shows like Game of Thrones, when Sansa couldn't be married off or have sex until she had her first bleed, as they say. But back then, understand, like, we just didn't have the calories. Most of, of the world was insufficient in caloric intake. And we know that, that menarche is delayed. And in general, you can have amenorrhea. You can even have a cessation of your menstrual flow when you lack calories and or overexercise, both of which result in a net deficit of calories. But back in the day, women didn't have their periods till much later. And then as the last 200 years, as we've had better nutrition, and certainly in the last 50, 60 years, you see that number dropping where puberty now is, is certainly around uh, the age of 12. One intriguing possibility was a stark rise in the use of smart devices, or to be more precise, a significant increase in time spent exposed to the blue light emitted from our phones and tablets each day. Being the diurnal animals we are, evolution has shaped our bodies to interpret the blue tinge of daylight as prime waking time and the less vibrant glow of dawn, dusk, and evening as ideal resting. This relationship could be so deeply hardwired into our functionality, any serious disruption to the pattern can mess with our health in profound ways, most likely by disrupting the ties of hormones of a hormone called melatonin. Yeah, we know this. So when the sun sets, your body releases melatonin. There's a gland underneath the brain called the pineal gland. Melatonin is produced there. And it starts being released as soon as sunset happens uh, to get you sleepy. Now, the antagonist to, to melatonin is cortisol. So in the morning, cortisol is pretty high in us because that's what's waking us up and we don't have any melatonin in the morning. The problem with blue light is that blue light, which doesn't look blue, it's tricky. It's called blue light, but that's how it looks in, in the, the, the spectrum frequency. 
But blue light, what it does is so when nighttime comes and you turn on your curly cube, your CFC light bulbs, or even worse, like in your bathroom or your kitchen, you have the long fluorescent light bulbs like you see at Walmart and so forth. It tricks the body into thinking it's still daylight, like it's 3 p.m. So you're not releasing melatonin to make you sleepy. And in fact, you're releasing more cortisol. Just like how it's difficult to sleep when you're really stressed out at night. It's the same thing here. So cortisol is being released late into the evening. This is why it's important. As soon as nighttime hits, the only lights that you have on are going to be candles, salt lamps, and old Edison incandescent light bulbs, which are harder and harder to find, right? Because they're phasing out the old Edison filament light bulbs in the name of energy efficiency for the LED lights, which emit blue light, and for the compact fluorescent ones, the, the curly ones all of which emit blue light. So you need to kind of understand what's going on. And I've lived with people who don't get this. And, I, and I'm very firm on this because of my history with insomnia, which I really haven't had recently. But I tell them it's nighttime, candles, incandescent lights, dim lighting. Also make the house really cold, make your room really dark. This is classic sleep hygiene biohacks that need to be done. So when it comes to your lights, your screens, they emit blue light. So your computer screen, blue light, your phone, blue light, television, blue light. Now a television, it's a little different because you have to be within like two feet of it for the blue light to hit your eyeballs and therefore your brain. So watching television at night, you don't have to necessarily dim the brightness. What, I, what I've done is I've had my Swanix, my Swanee red blue, blue light blocking glasses uh, for, oh God, I've had the same pair for five years. And now Amazon sells blue light blocking glasses very cheaply. And so when nighttime rolls around, even if I have dim lighting on, I still wear my blue light blocking glasses. I remember being in Italy with, uh, with my ex-fiance and wearing those at night walking around with those orange tinged glasses. I didn't care if it looked weird. And now it's much more common to do that. So guys, understand blue light is a problem. Make sure the filter's on in your phone. Make sure it's on in your computer and or buy very cheap blue light blocking glasses. Also, we have an episode on red light bulbs. Red light bulbs are great for insomnia too. And uh, they're very pro-sleep hygiene. So these are things you need to think about because lack of sleep, as we talked about in that insomnia episode, leads to shorter life expectancy, higher rate of infections, higher rate of cancer, higher rate of heart attacks and strokes and other problems, and, and obesity as well. So chronic insomnia is bad, and you want to stay away from that in every way, shape, or form. And so you might wonder, it's like, why is it bad that girls are entering puberty early? Well, it's bad because on every, on every objectable indicator, uh, this is not good for their mental health because of bullying, getting picked on, and they're getting sexualized earlier and it affects your academic studies. So in closing, I mean, parents, you have to be uh, vigilant of this. You can't just be giving your kids a tablet all the time and just, oh, you know, it's, it's the new mommy and daddy because I don't want to be mommy and daddy. This is affecting your the endocrinology or hormone system of your, of your child and not just of your children, but of, of all of us. So uh, we know that blue light is affecting our, our pineal gland and our, our production of melatonin. Uh, but it could be affecting our pancreas, it could be affecting our thyroid, it could be affecting a wide variety of the endocrine system. So 
again, the, the whole reason for this podcast is knowledge is power. We know the pernicious effect of blue light. Certainly since the five years it's been, the five years since I've released that first episode, we know so much more about the, the effects of blue light. And luckily because of that, there's more cheaper alternatives to block blue light. So we really have no excuse. So when the sun goes down, and right now, I mean, we're in Texas, it's going down at 530, salt lamp, incandescent light bulbs, candles, wear blue light blocking glasses, throw on your filters on your phone. And honestly, I would tell you to do what I do, which is just I turn off my router at eight o'clock. Just turn off everything and just read, light a candle and chill. We know that stress leads to cortisol being released. And as I mentioned, cortisol is an antagonist to melatonin. So if there's things that you're reading or you're watching horror movies at night or whatever, or you're getting texts from stressed out, dysfunctional, toxic people at night, how about you just block all of that? Don't check your computer at eight o'clock or later because this is sacred time. This is a time your body needs to, to recharge. And there's really nothing more important than sleep because like I mentioned, it shortens your life expectancy by 10 years if you're, you have chronic insomnia. So what's more important than that? TikTok? No. Pinterest? No. Netflix? No. So care about your health and get rid of bio, blue light in every way, shape, or form out of your life. And if you have children, especially teenage girls, or, or I should say prepubescent girls, it's even more important to keep the tablets out of their hands as much as possible. And if you're going to give it to them, use the aforementioned precautions. Guys, if you appreciate my content, please post a review on Spotify or Apple. There's two links in the episode notes. One is for PayPal if you want to make a donation because I don't make any money off of this. And the other one is to the website where you can catch all 480 previous episodes. And lastly, please subscribe or follow to The Awakened Man, the female holistic health apothecary and confessions. Until next time, take care. God bless. Thank you for listening to The Awakened Man podcast. Please subscribe or follow the channel right now and consider donating via the PayPal link to support this important apostolate. Check out the website, naturopathicearth.com, by clicking on the link in the episode notes, where you'll find hundreds of articles and recipes that'll guide you to long-term holistic health. Until next time, music, courtesy at Nine Inch Nails.